You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. There's a company called Tesloop in California, apparently started by a 16-year-old. So this is not official Tesla pro- like uh, no, company. No, this is, this is, separate, this is yeah. a separate company, but mm-hmm. they're called, it's a kind of a similar name, Tesloop. What they're doing is they're accumulating a fleet of Model S and Model X, mainly, mm-hmm. the, the two most available Teslas. Mm-hmm. They're using them to provide rides over a fairly limited area. It's from LA down to San Diego, which is down the coast, mm-hmm. down towards Mexico. Then you can also get one across to Palm Springs, which is a popular resort area for people to go to from LA and from the coastal cities. And then also to Las Vegas, which is obviously a very popular destination mm-hmm. for people to go gambling and weekends away, that sort of stuff. And so the idea is that you use these cars to maximum effect. In some cases, they'll even contra the transport with drivers. Mm -hmm. So if you're in LA and you want to get yourself free to Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. there is the option, provided you pass certain checks and stuff, that you could wind up driving a group of paying passengers to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then another driver has organized to take over and drive the vehicle back or to another destination. It's like booking a flight on a plane. You can visualize the number of seats that are available on a given route at a given time. Mm -hmm. The idea is for maximum profitability for Tesla, is that the three seats after the driver are all filled Mm -hmm. then you've got maximum efficiency the cars have wi-fi built into them so the idea is that you can have your laptop you can do have a relaxed comfortable in a pretty luxurious car sit back and enjoy the autopilot taking over for i think for over 90 percent of the average journey is done completely with autopilot so will the driver still have to hold the wheel the driver does have his hands on the wheel that's Mm -hmm. a company policy i don't believe that that's mandatory under u.s law Mm -hmm. or even the technology that's controlling the car Mm -hmm. doesn't require you to have your hands on there certainly the driver isn't kicking back with his laptop or texting and stuff like that so for safety purposes carrying passengers but if you want a free ride i guess and if it's got autopilot on for most of the way you just essentially just holding you get to drive a pretty cool rig you know that does naught to 103 seconds again i don't know whether you're allowed to you know to do sort of exploit those mm-hmm. performance capabilities of the car when you've got paying passengers the idea is that you can do this in a really clean way the refill network of, of tesla charging stations that they have in america are free mm-hmm. so you you get to stop off you might have a coffee break while the car's being topped up it's about not, half an hour for half a charge yeah or not even they, they'll, yeah. they'll do it for those sorts of route the range of the car is sort of determining where it can go mm-hmm. at this stage and obviously if you're a paying passenger you don't want to have to wait a full hour necessarily while it's topped up but you may be happy to just take a quick loo and coffee break in which case they get you know 20 minutes worth of charge which is enough to cover the distances that they're talking about so does this follow a particular route like it has to go from point a to point b or do they maybe pick up on multiple locations and drop off on multiple they do they do they so they go along highways and they'll stop off at uh, things like starbucks and mcdonald's and Mm -hmm. and and big hotels Mm -hmm. so it's not really like a plane i guess in that you know you you sit on a you have to get on at the airport and get off at the airport Right. You can stop along the way and see a site. For That's example. right. Yeah. And you don't have to have, you've got many, many more ways of, of getting onto the vehicle than just one bus stop mm-hmm. or one airport. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can get them to pick up at your house. It's not like an Uber. Mm-hmm. And apparently they do work in with Uber. So Uber will, you know, Shuttle you, you, can, the, you can book the yeah. whole thing and they'll say, okay, to get from your house to the nearest pickup point, that's your first leg. So the Uber will get to you then mm-hmm. and then they'll drop you off here and then we'll pick you up in mm-hmm. the, you know, from there and we'll take you. But the thing that makes this most 
economical and much and, and sort of gives it the really the business value is that these cars they're very cheap to run the maintenance cost on them is low. Mm. The thing that has to be changed over most often is your tyres. Yep. And I think they were saying it's about a penny, so at one cent US per mile is the cost of tyres. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so you can do plenty of kilometres or plenty of miles, as they talk about in America, before you need to spend money on tyres. Yeah, and then you're using the free electricity from the charging station, which right. is provided. Yep. yep. And you're potentially safer because you're using autopilot, mm-hmm. which is getting to the point where it's now... Is there any statistics than, that show? Yep. ...showing to be safer than, than having a human driver who's in control. And they're going to start to enable more nighttime driving. So the idea is to have all these cars running all the time, basically. Mm-hmm. They use algorithms to work out, okay, this is when you want to be picked up. We're allowing for a 20-minute stop. Then you've got to get to there. Then we need to recharge that vehicle fully. Mm-hmm. And then the passengers at, from another location will use another vehicle. So it's actually you know, a reasonably sophisticated system to control the whole thing. Obviously, some big emission savings to be made. Is there any idea on sort of the trip cost? I mean, I guess it depends on where you want to go to. So. And how many passengers on board. Yep. But, but it's competitive with, with other forms of transport, mm-hmm. whether train, bus or plane. You know, you're in a comfortable, luxurious car. Yeah, you might be afraid of flying or it might be not enough seats on the flight. It's only a short enough distance. There might actually, not right. actually be really enough yep. need for a flight. Yep, you don't have to go through the airport security, all that sort of stuff. Each vehicle can begin to... To remove about 40 tons of CO2 per month, which is about 20 times the impact of a normal Tesla usage scenario. So unlike a normal Tesla, which is owned by your average person, they might use it 5% of each day. Yep. The rest of the time it's sitting in a garage or on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of this is to take advantage of that clean running, the green credentials, if you like, mm-hmm. of this car to use it as much of the day as possible. 24 hours a day, yeah. yeah. 24 hours a day. The other thing that, that they're finding, this company, Testloop, and their website, testloop.com, is that Teslas have got a good reputation for the longevity of their parts. They don't have inbuilt redundancy where your average Japanese or Australian or, or Yeah, after 100,000 kilometers, yeah, you've got to change start, it. You've got yeah. to spend a lot of money on servicing them or you get rid of them or they do, you know, say, a quarter of a million, three or 400,000 Ks, and then they're, you know, they're You're done. done. Yeah. They're, they're off to the junk heap. These things are kind of rated at more like a million miles. Mm. They don't even know the sort of outer because they haven't been around no, for really long enough. That. Yeah. yeah, so this company is actually going to give us a lot of really useful information on you know what the longevity is like on these cars. And but the running costs much lower than a conventional car. Mm-hmm. So insurance is going to be less with the Tesla's own insurance policy and indeed free electricity as well. It's a really promising company. As I said, get more information. Just go to testloop.com and you can find out more about this service operating out of Los Angeles down to San Diego over to Palm Springs and Las Vegas at the moment but they are looking to expand that Mm -hmm. and as I said they're even offering free transport to drivers as well so different models there thanks for listening and head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media we welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows